0: Hi,
1: Mr. Frank What is that? Happy Memorial Day
0: Is that from something? Yes, it's from Parade Jason Robert Brown I love Jason Robert Brown And
1: it's Memorial Day, we're recording out our Memorial Day That is true we, I, reviewed Parade.
0: we reviewed Parade together reviewed Parade Patreon That was a on while Patreon. ago, I have not really listened to it since
1: Where Christy Carlson Romano from Even Stevens Went Mr. Frank And he goes, what is it? Happy Memorial Day And then she dies
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, well I have no recollection of that. But yeah, happy Memorial Day. We love that. We love that. We love that.
1: Yeah, you had the day off. I
0: did. I didn't. That sucks. Yeah. You worked all three days this weekend. I did. That sucks.
1: It sucked. Yeah. But it was kind of fun because um, it was very slow. Usually Memorial Day weekend is nuts. But yeah. It was very slow this okay. weekend, actually. I love that, um, and we think we suspect it was because it was like the first holiday post vaccination, a uh, post mm. post vaccination world. Yeah, and uh, therefore people went out of
0: town. I could see that.
1: Yeah, but they still were going by like pre like. Previous years Of Memorial Day So they like Had a million Like servers on oh. So it was essentially Like the restaurant Was just full of employees <laughs> <laughs> And like No customers And we hey. were just like This is kind of fun <laughs> Well that's
0: nice yeah. I, I know you were worried About being hectic And it wasn't So we love that And it that.
1: wasn't But it was kind of Just like why am I here Well Still miserable You all made right. some money We love that Sure Okay
0: I don't want to be Uncanny Everybody, welcome back to 2 Mats. It's Matt Palmer. And it's Matt Steele. And you just listened to a clip of a new single of mine, Leave Me Out, a new song from my EP that just was released on Friday called The Good Parts. Are we, are we going to go through every week of the podcast a new song? We are. Oh yes, we are. <laughs> because I mean, it's Pride Month, bitch. Oh, and yes. you know what? There needs to be more queer music out there and if there needs to be more queer music, it might as well be mine. And so. Leave Me Out is pretty queer. I mean, it's queer. It's very much my feelings. Mm. It's very <laughs>
1: sassy. It's as I said in our uh, review of the iconic album yes. uh, on our two game at the listening party, it's the most Mariah-esque of all the songs <laughs> on the album. So hey. It's very Eagles
0: MC Square. I it's appreciate like, hey. that. That's very much a compliment. So Matt Steele, yes. how was your week? My week was good. Yeah.
1: Um, You know, I did a few things. Nothing overly crazy. I had an audition that I uh, recorded with my friend Matt oh, Bridges yes. where I had to play 17. It mm. was it was a <laughs> it was a, uh, a very uh, like a a big audition I yeah. would say for something pretty big yeah so I was very excited about it like I saw what it was at first and then I was like yes and then I saw they were looking for a redhead specifically and I was like
0: yes yes and then
1: I saw seventeen <laughs> and I was like oh, like oh okay so I I got on my uh, my big uh, Gen Z shapeless shirt love that tie dye shirt and my my little pants and my little shoes and
0: you know and I
1: just got that lighting right and I went to my friend Matt Bridges to record it yes I, we fooled around with that lighting for an hour They're like <laughs> which direction should look? the light hit
0: right how can I look I, the younger where
1: I look both like the most redheaded and the most not my age yes <laughs> and I have to say looking back on it I'm just like I look young right? not 17
0: I mean but, but you I know it's young enough. Hey I'm rooting for you. We're Thank all rooting you. for you. Thank Keep us updated. I mean, now that you're clearly a TV TV star from Special, I know, which I just finished over the weekend. It's a great show. That's great. I haven't even watched it, and <laughs> I'm on it. That's <laughs> a great show. You did a lovely job.
1: Thank you. Yeah. I saw like the parts that you were watching, and I was like, I really enjoy this. I should like check yes, this out. It's a. F-
0: I mean, I liked both seasons honestly, but this season is the first season where it is um, full 30 minute episodes. Last season was just 15 minutes, like a short form moment. Uh, but I very much enjoyed the show.
1: Thank you. You enjoyed it because of me.
0: I know. You were definitely a highlight. Absolutely. I mean, if we're all going to say it, you definitely do. Act better than some of the main cast, but oh, no. <laughs> I mean, we love everyone. Okay, but well, I'm just saying. Okay, well, Matt Palmer, we're all saying it. Yes, I mean, I, well, okay, I'm gonna have to
1: check it out. And yes, see. you should. So, if you had to rank everyone, I would be at the top, is what you're saying. Yes, my number line,
0: one. number my line. I'm not gonna say it because I'm not gonna spoil you it. You for cannot people. spoil what your line is.
1: Not that my line is all that like incredible. That hey it would be, is with something to be spoiled, but I'm
0: just trying to get people to watch. I mean, you might as well, <laughs> might as well do some promo for them.
1: Okay, I'm Matt Palmer. How was your week? Good. It
0: was crazy, wasn't it? (laughs) It was very busy. Put out the album. After all this time, put out the video along with it. It premiered on HuffPost on Friday. There was a lot of tweeting, a lot of Instagram storying, a lot of like, look, it's out, it's out, it's out. But people seem to be liking it. I've been getting nice texts and tweets and Instagram DMs and people seem to be responding to different songs. A lot of allergic love, which, I, you know, Interesting.
1: I mean, we love a vocal, we and love we a vocal. love
0: an epilogue. I mean, of course. In
1: fact, the line of parade I was quoting mm. was uh, is can be heard in the epilogue All of right. parade. Well, there you go. <laughs> the so, of, I think it's called epilogue. I don't know.
0: All right. Well, there are a lot of epilogue moments on this podcast, an epilogue moment in Allergic, but yeah. So, it's it's been nice to have it out there and to be it's it's among the. I've been listening to it so often beforehand that now, like. Other people can have opinions on. I'm like, oh, this is weird. Yeah, isn't that weird? Other people are now engaging with this. That's always something been mine for so long. Yeah, and it's
1: something that you've like has been consuming your head like for years and years. And you just think, oh, everyone knows what I'm thinking right everyone knows what I'm talking about when I'm referencing a song everything yeah they don't until it's out and suddenly they
0: do I know it's weird it's just a transitional period but it's exciting it's it's fun to hear other people's fresh takes on songs that I'm like yes I know (laughs) 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 I know these songs inside and out I really have lived with them for a long time but to hear people be like this is my first listen these are my reactions to it it's exciting so if you've heard it and you want to tell me how you feel about it please feel free to uh, tweet me or instagram or you know even email the inbox whatever it is I'd love to hear your feedback we're here for the glory guys you know, tell us what your favorite songs are And I will be happy to, to take it down In my Excel spreadsheet
1: <laughs> <laughs> So whenever you're feeling bad about yourself You can you can read it
0: Oh, well, no, I don't need to get your comment I just need to know which songs people like more And oh. I'll keep a running tally Oh,
1: so this is like for scientific data yes. Not
0: just like self-like No, internet. no, I'll be able to look back on it If I want to be happy or whatever But no, I just need it for scientific reasons
1: Okay, guys, <laughs> we know? love, we believe in science We do, <laughs> it's
0: very big for us yes. um, So should we hop into News for idiots. Let's hop in. Um, I mean, I feel like I say this every week, but I feel like the news this week it's a little light. I mean, uh, there was some stuff happened today during the day so that added to our list. Okay, Naomi Osaka has quit the French Open.
1: Yes, I saw why and um
0: how. So a few days ago, she um I think had an Instagram press release in which she was explaining why she was not going to be participating in any of the um like press conferences that come along with these sporting events. Like mm-hmm. the, the tennis press conferences. She has, you know, anxiety and for her mental health, she'd rather just focus on playing the game and doesn't want she's like a terrible public speaker. It gives her waves of anxiety. She doesn't want to be a part of the, you know, public speaking press tour part of the um, French Open. And this became such a huge story. And like people were just throwing their opinions out about it. It was became such a big thing that she basically was like, um, so I let me see the exact quote. It basically is saying like so I when I posted this a few days ago didn't want this to like overtake the news cycle. I didn't um want it to uh I think the best thing for the tournament, the other players, and my well-being is that I withdraw, so I ever get back to focusing on the tennis going on in Paris. I never wanted it to be a distraction, and I accept that my timing was not ideal and my message could have been clearer. More importantly, I would never trivialize mental health or use the term lightly. The truth is that I have long, I've suffered long bouts of depression since the U.S. Open in 2018, and I've had a really hard time coping with that. Anyone who knows me knows that I'm introverted, and anyone has seen me at the tournaments will notice that I'm often wearing headphones, as that helps dull my social anxiety. And then she goes on, just talking about how you know she's just not one for the press conference portion of her job. And I guess there was just such uproar at her, you know, by like saying like I'm not going to do that. Just find me. I'll pay the fine. And like that became such a huge story. The it uproar was uproar. F- uproar from who? Just like, tennis fans? Like, like news? Okay. People, I guess, journalists that felt they had been cut off from this big star, but it's just kind of like, but she's a tennis player. Like, why Why yeah. can she not focus on the tennis? Yeah, Is that and, bad? Also, and also just like, get over it. Exactly. Like, it'll be
1: fine. Like, Beyonce doesn't do interviews either. Right. You, and Meryl Streep walks the red carpet of the Oscars. She walks it for five seconds, waves hello, and then does not do an interview <laughs> and gets into the room and to sit on her butt. All those journalists are still alive. And all those journalists are just like... Okay Exactly It is what it is Like she is a very Very huge tennis player yes. Like if this is something Well first of all Like she doesn't have to do it if she doesn't want to, and, right. and let, I assume there's like a fine. There's a fine, and she's paying it. And she's paying it. So, period. Like, what's the big deal? What's the Especially issue? if it's something that is a detriment to her, her mental health. If right. she's like, you know, what? I have anxiety. I really can't do this. I know. I'd rather just pay the fine. Just let her pay the fine. Just I let her pay
0: the fine. I don't get why it was such a huge deal either. But we're sending love and light to her. I, she seems like a kind lady who, you know. Is a tennis player And then also has to be Like a public speaker Slash celebrity Just on top of the fact That she's so good at tennis And it just is like Some people that's Not in their wiring Not everybody is built like that So I don't know I want good things for her This story is new and confusing
1: Oh yeah Ellie Kemper Mm -hmm. All I saw was just Ellie Kemper uh, Trending on Twitter today and I <sighs> got her confused with um, El- uh, Ellie Goulding. Oh yes, <laughs> they're different
0: just... <laughs> people. No, Ellie yes. Kemper is from The Office and was the lead on Kimmy Schmidt and a very funny comedian. Um, and apparently, she at nineteen was uh, an a KKK pageant princess or something, pageant queen. I'm confused as to what the veiled uh, prophet queen of love and light is, but from what I understand, it's like a. White supremacy, KKK thing that she was the queen of. So, okay how how did this
1: news come about? What, what I mean, the people were
0: bored Oh, a newspaper article. Okay, so it's like it did happen. So, so they're
1: posting like KKK pageants in their newspapers in some town. I, I guess don't.
0: I've just I'm so confused as to like what's a KKK pageant? What is a you know veiled prophet of love and light? Like it just seems. Very strange. It's a fancy event put on by our local KKK, of which Ellie Kemper was once the queen of love and beauty. I It started from a tweet 16 hours ago. Every once in a while, I remember that the Veiled Prophet Ball exists and that everything True Detective Season 1 is about was real. Someone asked, what's the Veiled Prophet Ball? A fancy event put on by our local KKK. Fancy event put on by artists. And I'm like, KKK. What? Where is this happening? Where do they have
1: these I events? I'm horrified that these things are like real and that people like know about it.
0: <laughs> and I, it's just like, do people know that that's what it is? Did Ellie Kemper and her mm-hmm. family know that's what it is? It's just very strange. And it's also just like, I saw a tweet that was very how I would feel. It's like, just imagine. Like representing Ellie Kemper And like just on your day off Looking on Twitter <gasps> On
1: Memorial Day Memorial Day You're hanging
0: out with her your, You're eating a hot dog And you're like Oh she's trending well, I bet something fun from You know the office Or Kimmy Schmidt is running around It's like oh no Oh this no This is Worst case scenario
1: Not like Like not even like Oh my client did something like Dumb on social media or whatever She's just like oh no Like th- The worst thing I could imagine Right Is random actress Ooh.
0: I mean, uh, she was crowned the, the veiled princess of love and profit uh, back then as her given name, Elizabeth Kemper. Her father was then CEO of Commerce Bank. A newspaper article with a photo of, of Kemper from the event has gone viral on Twitter. So I'm looking forward to understanding what this is. It just is so strange that there are public events planned. Like, put on by the KKK? Like, you'd think that that was very underground. that they're published in the newspaper. I mean, it was 1999, so who knows if they're still published in the newspaper, but...
1: And that they're uh, so, like, public that someone could possibly, like, enter this pageant and maybe not know what it
0: is. And then also, like, do you think throughout her entire, like, rising career, she was like, oh, God, I hope this whole thing never comes out. I mean, I, I will keep... An eye out, because I do, I would like to like her. I like both those shows. I like The Office. I like um, Kimmy Schmidt. And she's very funny. Hopefully she didn't know what she was doing. Mm -hmm. Because I would never have known if I saw a veiled prophet ball or whatever it's called. I wouldn't know what that meant. Yeah,
1: she could have just been like, oh, I'm young and want to get into acting. Right.
0: I want to do a." Do pageants. Right. So let me uh, sign up for
1: every pageant in the area. Bad day. Who, bad day.
0: Bad day yeah. for a, a lot of people involved. So I'm looking forward to see what Ellie Kemper says about this. Um, Apparently, the future nostalgia era is not over. Nope. Which I assumed it was because, you know, we put out that re-release song. You know, she did performances of the Grammys, the Brit Awards that seemed very much like a button on the era. But... There's a new video for Love Again coming out on Friday, and she's like a clown in the album artwork.
1: Oh, well, let me see. I haven't Oh, seen did you it. not see it? I yeah, look, look at That's her.
0: interesting. Yes. That's some in Katy Perry Smile-era <laughs> artwork. It is. It is. I feel like if more people had heard that, they'd think she was stealing from her, but... Wow. <laughs> okay, I, Palmer. I like Love Again. I think that's a great song. Um, I
1: think it's a very good song, too, but... um. Cool I know, is I know has been right there for I the know. past year, guys. I
0: honestly am just so confused as to why, why why are we still putting out singles? Like, I mean, yes, sure, let's let's do more stuff, I guess, but like uh, we could also be moving on to the next era soon. Like, sure, let's get that album ready. I mean, how,
1: it's it's been a year, so like I feel like eras have lasted longer. True,
0: it just feels like there have been. Like, I
1: feel like, a, like Teenage Dream era was like five hundred years.
0: Sure, before. but back in those days, it's like you'd put your album out as your second single was just debuting and like mm-hmm. now it's like we're putting out a bunch of singles before the album comes out. So it just feels like what single number are we on? If it's don't start now, physical, mm-hmm. uh, break my heart, mm-hmm. um, levitating. levitating. And then like and
1: levitating that, a couple more times. Yes. Yeah, levitating <laughs> featuring
0: the Uh, then we had, um, we're good. Mm-hmm. So this would be six. It just, it just, I mean, I'm excited to see the video. I mean, I, we'd love to see a clown and, uh, but six is a lot. I, I, I just am mm. ready for the new era, I guess. I just am okay. ready for some new sounds from her. And okay. um, I'm excited about the video. I but think
1: 1989 had six
0: singles. But what was the last one? Uh, uh, what's Out it called? New word. Romantics. New Romantics. Like, yes. did that that had a live video? It like had this? like a,
1: yeah. The music video was I'm singing in a concert.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> so it wasn't like as. Legit Um, Hey
1: if she's got the money to burn Hey
0: Clearly she does She's won a lot of awards for that album And people want more So hey why not Um, Timotei Chalamet Is going to be uh, Willy Wonka In the origin story film (laughs) Okay
1: I uh, We're Do you have
0: any feelings about this?
1: No I could take it or leave it Um, He's a very talented actor Willy Wonka is a very interesting character I'm I'm cool with it. Make uh, it didn't good. we just
0: have a Johnny Depp Willy I mean, Wonka when just, was, that? When it was, was like, that It was
1: like 16 years ago oh. It was 2005 I to Do we say. need more movies about Willy Wonka
0: No but no. I
1: mean again if people got money to burn yeah. And these origin stories Like people are just eating them up Like Cruella just came out which I hear is very I good I heard it was actually. good um, But yeah people are loving an origin story mm. now Especially for like a creepy and or evil character right. Which Willy Wonka is not an evil character But he is like there's a creepy element Absolutely. to him Especially if they make it very Like road dolly um, I don't know. I'm ready for it. I hear it's a
0: musical, though. Who's Road Doll? Roll Doll? The, the, the writer. Roll Doll? I thought it was Road Doll. I don't think it's Road Doll. <laughs> oh, well, okay, whatever. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm just saying. I was like, who is Road
1: Doll? My friend Katie had a uh, Rode or Dahl it's definitely not themed, Road or Roll Doll themed birthday party, and uh, she always said Road. So I'm going to trust the girl who
0: had the themed oh, birthday party. Rold? I've never heard Rolled. Really? It's Road Doll. All right, we'll we'll figure it out. Alright, we'll we'll figure it out. Um, this is on the list of <laughs> This is not Ellie the time. Kemper. Yeah. Uh yeah. But um so I, I just I don't know if it's I also am kind of sick of the origin stories of like she's mean because like her mom ignored her. It's mm-hmm. like I'm excited to see Corella, but like some people are just assholes, right?
1: (laughs) Well, the thing is the magic of a lot of these movies was that there was an element of mystery to these characters. Mm. You know, like Willy Wonka, he's kooky and weird and a little creepy and you don't really know how he got to be that way and that's why he's so intriguing. Mm. Like Cruella is just evil and you don't know why or how but she just is. And that's there, there is something to be said about a mystery yeah. behind a character, right. which I feel like these origin stories, you know, kind of eliminate. But I, I mean, if if you, the movie comes out and you don't like it, it doesn't need to be canon, as they say. Right? Like That's you can true. still enjoy a Willy Wonka story right? without thinking about the origin story because none of this is real. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, when people get so upset about, like, oh, this, this, this superhero story, like, mm. the, the fifth sequel, that's not what they would really do, mm. or the, this Harry Potter moment doesn't feel real, like, it would really happen, and it's like, guys... It wouldn't really happen Because it it didn't really happen (laughs) (laughs) Like you know So I guess I hope they make something Beautiful and wonderful I
0: guess I just also feel like And maybe this is just You know me being uh, You know a A person of a certain age But can we not just write something new? Yes, I'm like, all about writing something new. Can we new. not just do something new?
1: I, I agree. We need to be writing something new. I would rather have origin stories, though, than just like...
0: Straight up reboot.
1: Straight up just like, oh, we're going to make The Lion King again.
0: <laughs> right, but make it live action. But make
1: it live action, but not even really live action. <laughs> right. Like, I'm, I'm I'm more into an origin story than a remake. I, I think that's fair. Yeah, I think but I, fair. I honestly, I'm not super into either.
0: So, but... <laughs> Well, speaking of ladies that we actually are into, Miss Olivia Rodrigo "Sour" has debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 album chart with the 2021's biggest first week. This she is... beat Taylor's version. Wow! Wow! It's a
1: big deal. I mean, this is not a shock to anyone.
0: I know, but it's just exciting. She sold. Um, initially, it was uh, projected to debut with about 195 to 220 thousand equivalent album units, and it ended up selling 295 equivalent. Wow! Album units, so. She's just, I mean, we keep saying it, we keep saying it. She's a big deal. Yeah. She's a big deal. It's a great album. Have, do you have any changes in your feelings on the album? If like any new songs have jumped out at you or are your favorites, still your favorites? I
1: mean, I've been streaming the good parts. I mean, week. good for so, you. Good for you. So, uh, I'll, I'll need to revisit sour again yes. this next week. Uh, and see if any new ones Jump out at me oh. I mean I loved them all So It's <laughs> not like It's like Oh here's this new one That I didn't like before It's right. like No I liked them all Right
0: But maybe some some of the Orders of like Your favorites could change Okay you What about you
1: Has anything new to play um, into your heart uh,
0: I feel like maybe Jealousy Jealousy has moved up A little bit Okay I hope you're okay Probably has moved up A little bit Um I still very much love One Step Forward, Three Steps Back. Like, what a beautiful song. So I just... I'm excited for her. I'm excited for what she does next. And um, Kelly Clarkson's taking over for Ellen DeGeneres. Officially, she has gotten that time slot. So... Kelly's the new Ellen. It's it. The That's new queen it. of nice. We're not dancing anymore. We're singing. We are singing. Dancing's and, out.
1: And we're we are not singing. Kelly is singing. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Ellen wanted us all to dance and Kelly's just like, no, I got it. No,
0: it's you it. all just listen you to me. You can all listen to me sing. <laughs> it's truly bizarre how big of a juggernaut the Kelly Collection show has become in like what a short period of time because obviously we're not like the biggest daytime TV watchers besides you and The View, of course, while you're, you know. Working out, quote unquote. Angrily
1: <laughs> angrily doing push
0: ups. Exactly. And push-ups or like my stretches. <laughs> right. Um, but it's still just like I think of Kelly Clarkson. I think music. I think since you've been gone, I think Breakaway. But I guess she's now just as much of a personality as she is a musician, and it's it's a new era.
1: For well, her. I think this will be a good platform. Like when she does release her next album, oh, she'll I'm promote so ready. the fuck out
0: of it. I'm so ready for all that. these daytime
1: viewers will be like, yeah, let me listen to this album because I love Kelly.
0: She's so going to open every show with a different song from the album about her like horrible divorce. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Every opening of Everyone. every
1: episode is just going to be depressed. I
0: know. And then I she's like I want to have Abra Plaza coming up <laughs> after her big depressing. She'll opener. sing like a
1: really depressing opener, and then she'll just be like,
0: and "Now we're going to welcome Machine Gun Kelly." <laughs> I can't wait. Good for her. Um, in also surprising news about people going outside of their wheelhouse, Rina Sawayama was cast in John Wick Four. I don't know if she is going to be. I mean, it says star alongside Keanu Reeves. So does that mean that she's like second build? Like, what's happening? She can do it all. I mean, did she go to acting school? Was she? Act- Who cares? <laughs> I know it doesn't matter. But I'm. Tr- I know she went to like some sort of performance school or a music school in mm-hmm. college. But I just am wondering if acting was. In- it just seems like so early on in her tran- in her career to be transitioning into acting. that I'm like, she must have had. The acting bug Or like had some acting training Well she
1: was a model Before she was a singer So like with modeling Comes acting Just sort of naturally You know you do commercial stuff Mm. and, And so I imagine She pursued both modeling And acting And modeling was kind of The one that really like stuck um, but now she's, has the platform where they're like, Hey, we're going to stick you as the lead of this movie. I wonder if she's writing a song oh, she must. for the movie. She must. Come that would on. be fun. It oh would be so gosh. funny though. If she like won an Oscar for like John Wick four for like, <laughs> for like best song, <laughs> That <laughs> like would be amazing. A best song Oscar went to John Wick four. Hey,
0: I would take it. But I
1: had no idea there was a
0: John Wick two or three. I mean, did they go to, I mean, they must've gone to theaters. I feel like the John Wick movie when it came out was a huge hit. But I'm like, were these on Netflix? I truly missed them as well. I
1: have no idea what John
0: Wick is. I just know it's like an action movie and Keanu Reeves is John Wick. Okay. Okay. I <laughs> love that. I love that for her. But I'm very excited for Rina Saoyama and all the good things happening I hope she's the villain. That'd be cool. But like the sexy
1: villain. Like they have sex and then like they fight. Okay.
0: <laughs> Are we going to see this then? Yeah. Yeah, sure. We love Rena. We support her, whatever she does. Oh, you mean like see it in the theater? Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> I mean, I asked you, I you, thought you said, meant. Yeah. I thought you meant, like, are we gonna actually,
1: like, see them have sex and fight It's oh. like, oh yeah, well,
0: it's a movie, it's a visual medium No, darling, I mean, are we seeing the movie? Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> I,
1: I, I, We'll see how, how big the role is mm, okay. We gotta support Rena We, we gotta do. support her
0: We do So, maybe, we'll see Well, I think, speaking of movies, movies might be coming back Because A Quiet Place 2 has debuted with, um, what is it close to the 60 million dollars uh, it was projected to open with pre-pandemic in March 2020 it grossed 48.4 million over the 3-day weekend and that is obviously the biggest opener of a movie in like these post-pandemic times mm-hmm. so Good for that film. I never saw the first one, but, you know, I love me some Emily Blunt. The
1: first film's great. Yeah. I really enjoyed the first film. It was, like, in my top 10 of uh, 2018, I believe it was. I I really enjoyed it, so I'm excited to see the second one just because I'm excited to see a movie in general. Of course. Um, Yeah. I don't know when I'm going to get around to seeing it, though, Mm. but I'm I'm excited. I anticipate, like, it'll be the first film I see in a movie theater. I I would want to go to the movies at some
0: point this week. Okay.
1: Um, And I think I will probably see a quiet place too.
0: All right. So, pre uh, in the heights, you're going to be pre in the heights. Yeah. By the
1: way, I found out some incredible news. What? In the heights' runtime is two hours and 23 minutes. (laughs) I'm (laughs) so excited.
0: Okay. (laughs) I can mentally prepare then.
1: That's all I want in my movie musicals, it's just almost two and a half hours long. 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 I want that Because movie musicals Are such an event yes. They need to be treated As such Two hours 30 minutes it's, Let's that's go long. That's long That's Hey that's what the stage show Is like Two acts and intermission
0: But are we gonna get An intermission For 20 of those minutes Oh I
1: would love that Like the old movie musicals <laughs> They used to have intermissions mm. I would love it If they brought that back
0: I mean, yeah. If they gave me an intermission, I would be happier as well. Because like, you want me to sit in just in this theater, worried about COVID for if, two and a half hours. If they gave
1: <laughs> intermissions at movies now. Like I don't think The audience wouldn't know What to do They would think it was over Like they would leave I feel <laughs> Well that's on them they I'd
0: would come have back have no idea What to do I would not I'd know it wasn't The end of In the Heights So uh, Cruella opened with 26.5 million Or it's projecting to um, And But is also available On Disney Plus Premiere Access For $30 So who knows how much money It's fully generating True um, so yeah, we love that for, uh, Emily Blunt and her husband, who's the director and John Krasinski, I believe. Is yes. Nice. Yes. So good. Good for them. We love that. Um, Normani says an album is coming. It was her birthday; she turned twenty five like today or yesterday. So, and Janet Jackson fucking commented on her, and I was like, "Yes, <laughs> yes, good for Normani." Uh, does that
1: mean that she's like working on something with Janet? Like, if is if Janet Jackson is <sighs> featured on this supposed I, album,
0: supposed, I can't get too excited about that. So, I would, I of course would love it, but mm-hmm. I can't. Nothing has been confirmed or even rumored, so I can't. I can't get my hopes up. Okay. You no. Know? Don't get your hopes up. You gotta stay calm with things. You gotta be pragmatic. But I'm excited to see what she does next. Um so wait, what's going on with the Tony Awards? Okay. <laughs> Cause I couldn't find the news story, but I was like, I know something happened and I know Matt Steele knows.
1: Yes. So the Tony Awards are uh sort of splitting up their ceremony into hmm. two, I believe, two hour segments. Uh, The first one, uh, the Tony Awards are in September. I forget the exact date, but the first segment is going to be at 7 o'clock p.m., uh, and it is going to be on Paramount Plus. Wow. So a subscription platform. Of course. That you have to pay. Didn't that used to be on PBS? Uh, uh, No. We'll get into that. Okay, (laughs) Uh, and that is where most of the awards will actually be awarded. That will be that will be the award ceremony that Mm. you can watch if you get Paramount Plus or get the first month free trial, of course. (laughs) Um, And then CBS at nine o'clock is going to have a big, elaborate, splashy celebration of Broadway where they will, I assume, do all of the Tony performances. And award the, the final three awards, which are best musical, best play. And I'm assuming best revival of a musical. Uh. They, they say the big three. And I'm like, well, what about revival of a play? Like uh. that should, it should be big four, but whatever. Um, I don't know if those are the exact awards but when I they just say the big three awards so that's what I think yeah. of. unless they're considering leading actor actress in a musical as one of the big ones and not like play or whatever um, so a lot of people have a lot of feelings about this mm. um, the Tony Awards are a giant commercial for Broadway right. as well as a chance to celebrate um, you know Broadway's finest to award the artists and everything um, so it is very upsetting that the actual awards ceremony, the thing that the Tony Awards, like, kind of
0: should be. I mean, it says awards on the title. Yes, <laughs>
1: are, like, something that you have to pay to watch. Um, I don't know. They used to do something relatively similar in the late 90s where they would air the first 10 Awards or the creative awards on PBS. Mm. And that was really cool. Like, they would award choreography, set design, lighting design, um, costume design, and directing, and all that kind of stuff in, like, a PBS special. And it was an hour long. And it was really cool because you could like they would go in depth on like all of the designs. Like mm. you would know what all of the set design nominees looked like because they would go into it and the inspiration that the the artists had and everything. And then CBS would have a two hour thing where they would award the acting awards like best revivals and best play and musical and everything. And then they would have the performances on CBS and everything. Um so so I thought that was very cool. The thing What I imagine happened was the Tony Awards were like, okay, CBS, we want to have the Tony Awards. (laughs) CBS was probably like, the ratings have not been good. Uh, And we have a new platform that we need to promote. uh, So, like, we want to have the Tony Awards on this platform. So, more people, it'll encourage people to sign up for the platform. Right. The Tony Awards were probably just like, well, we like need to promote the Broadway shows, like that is such an important thing to do, and and so the, see, they probably came to an agreement. Like we'll do something on the platform, something on CBS, and they probably decided, okay, since the bulk of you know the top demographic for Broadway ticket buyers are like middle aged Americans, yeah. that then maybe the performances should go on CBS and everything to promote the actual Broadway musicals. And so, and then the the actual like nitty gritty Broadway fans mm. who like really care about the awards can s- pay to watch them, okay. or, or or sign up for the free first monthly trial or whatever. Um, so I do understand the logic of that if that is what it had to be. However, that is definitely not ideal. Mm. Um, I understand everyone's anger about it. There are some positives though that I thought about. This allows the, um, every person who wins an award to be seen. Yeah. Whereas before, like CBS, they stopped doing the PBS thing a long time ago, like after like 2003 or 2002 or whatever. Um, this gives, so then CBS started just awarding like their creative awards and other certain creative awards, um, uh, they started awarding them during the commercial
0: breaks, hey. and they were not broadcast. So wait, and how long is the Paramount Plus special versus the CBS special? They're both two hours. I
1: think they're both two hours, okay. or maybe the CBS special is like an hour, an hour and a half. I, I, I think the the Paramount Plus I know is like two
0: hours. Do you think it's going to be weird? Just like time like the pacing of the show It's just gonna be all awards all at once And then you jump to CBS and it's all performances And the three awards sprinkled in It feels like a little disjointed yes, to me
1: I don't know how those awards will seem Because yeah. I imagine they're not doing a lot of super creative fun flourishes Right, in there. I imagine they'll just be like award 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 Which like I would enjoy Because you know I enjoy that sort of thing And I really care about mm. who wins these awards um, but I, I I don't know I don't know what it's going to be like. But the benefits of it is like th- all of the artists will get a chance to be seen winning their award. Like for a couple years, like best score was not awarded on the broadcast. Mm. Like David Yazbek tweeted something like, "Yeah, when I won the Tony Award for the band's visit for best score, like no one saw me win." Right. And this is David Yazbek. He's like a giant Broadway composer and everything. Um, but the, the Tony Awards awarded best book of a musical on the CBS broadcast, mm. like not in a commercial break, because Tina Fey stood a chance of, of winning course. best book, but then she didn't. Right. <laughs> so it's kind of <laughs> like, you know, how like the Academy Awards were like, oh, we should put these last or feature yeah. these because they didn't work out. And then it didn't work out. But wow. uh, like, so, so I do like that all the award, the people who win the awards get to make a big speech and have their moment. However, um not everybody's going to see it yeah. because it's on Paramount Plus i feel bad for the kids who would sort of just stumble on the tony awards naturally mm. cuz a lot of people like f- discover broadway by just the tony awards are on right. they're on tv well, they it,
0: might still just see the performances, and that might inspire them. That's true. You know, that's, that's true. But
1: there is something to be said about, like, seeing a performance at the Tony Awards, and then, like, half an hour later, seeing that person who you just saw perform win when, the Tony Award, course. you know? Yeah. Like, there's something really exciting about that. Something I think Paramount Plus could also do, which would kind of be cool, uh-huh. if, um, would be if they leave, it, leave the awards ceremony up.
0: Like on the, so on the platform, I think platform. they will. You think so? I think they will.
1: Okay, I they might have announced that they're doing that. I, I didn't. I would like, think it would be details.
0: crazy to not. And which, because the whole thing about the streaming platform is like you can go watch it anytime. Like
1: I think that is really cool. Yeah. Every year, you know, a giant awards ceremony. You watch it, and if you miss it, you fucking miss yeah, it's it. gone. Like, sure, maybe you can find clips of it on YouTube, but but like you miss the whole ceremony. Whereas this, it would be cool to have a full awards ceremony on a platform right, forever. Right. Like I think that's really cool. And no performances I, though. <laughs> maybe maybe they'll add the performances later. No? Okay. <laughs> uh,
0: well, you know what? We'll just be cautiously optimistic. Yeah. Hopefully it all works out. The pacing seems like it will be weird and the jumping from one network to another and one being a streaming network to a, you know, network network is gonna be weird. Yeah. But you know they're doing something, like you said. People get their awards and all have their time on stage, and mm-hmm. so that'll be a plus. But yeah. I, I'm trying to be find
1: what the benefits are. Yeah. Um. Even because I know there are already a lot of negatives. so... I,
0: I think yeah. I think we should just you should watch it and you should go in cautiously optimistic. Watch it, and then if you hate it, you hate it. Yeah. <laughs> but until then, it could be okay.
1: Yeah. Right. I, we have a long way to go. I'm yes. sure. Hopefully, they'll figure stuff out. Yeah. How to make it good. We'll, we'll figure it out, guys.
0: All right. Yes. Well, let's take a quick break and we'll be back with more two game mats.
1: We're back, guys. It's true. And I just realized something. What we are at this point, we are recording. It is now past midnight.
0: Yeah, we're in June.
1: Oh, great! We're in my birthday
0: month. Uh, happy almost birthday! Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome.
1: Almost, we have like you know nineteen days.
0: Yeah, but you
1: know, it's you should get excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's June, 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 as Leslie Elgham says. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a niche thing okay. darling It's a niche All right, thing we but love right a niche. Now, right now We're on to email my heart This is the section of the podcast Where we answer any questions That you guys might have mm. You can be a part of email my heart If you email us At twogaymats at gmail.com Two spelled T-W-O uh, First question comes to us And we actually got a bunch of emails this week Thank um, you for sending We're gonna read two And then we'll leave some on the back burner darling uh, So this is from Chuni Chuni says Madonna <laughs> Hi, it's Chuni from Singapore. I'm born in the year 2000, so I've always heard the saying that the king of pop, of course, is Michael Jackson, but queen of pop is Madonna as I was growing up. I am familiar with Michael, but not so much with Madonna. Hmm. I've always thought Madonna had an association with McDonald's when I was younger. That's cute. Why? <laughs> <laughs> hey. uh, long story short I fell into a Madonna hole And it's all I listen to Day and night Wow Just want to know What your favorite album song Moments from Madonna For me it's Ray of Light The whole album is phenomenal Thanks for your time Matt
0: Alright Uh I'm with you. Ray of Light is absolutely my favorite Madonna album. I think Confessions on a Dance Floor is also album-wise as far as like, oh, this is solid top to bottom and amazing and has such a vision and a point of view. I think those two are definitely my top two. But Ray of Light, I think, edges it out just because of the emotional Impactfulness of it Like she had just had her kid She was in Vita. Her voice was strong She And like the songs are excellent Power of Goodbye You know how I feel about Power of Goodbye You love Goodbye. Power of Goodbye It's just It's frozen It's just The visuals are great I, I love I love Ray of Light.
1: Yeah, I think Ray of Light is definitely her best album. It's just the maturity behind it, and right. it's such kind of a departure. Yeah, kind of I feel like yes, it, it's such different pop music than we were used to hearing from Madonna at this point. I, and just it is so 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 cohesive yes. and just beautiful and gorgeous. I, it's just great. What's I, your second favorite? My second favorite is True Blue, darling. Though that's where the hits are. I mean, open look at True Blue. I mean, open, open your, heart. your heart. Papa, don't preach. Classics. Like, let's go live to tell mm. La Isla Bonita. Oh my gosh. Which Matt Palmer does not <laughs> like, do but not. I love. I love True Blue, and I would put Like a Prayer as third. Okay. Yes, I love that because um, just like a prayer. Obviously, like a prayer, is just such an iconic song. But the attitude behind it is just such so great. I feel like we are the most Madonna. Madonna, what we think of Madonna in like a prayer. Um, mm. And I'd put Confessions fourth. Okay. Um, and there are a million other albums. I <laughs> so go, many. So I'm not gonna rank Who them all. Who has the time? Um, but yeah, I I agree. I'm listening to Madonna's discography all the way through those several weeks because yes. they're
0: there's so there's much so much there's so
1: much was just a moment It mm. it really was you really felt the journey the arc of her career and even if there was some you know crazy stuff that you were listening to at some points you were just like wow like she did all of that she really did like, you know, you listen to Michael Jackson's discography and and you're like, oh, all of this is so incredible. But there's like, what, five albums? Like off the wall, like starting with off if the wall. If you start with
0: off the wall, what is it? Off like, the wall, Thriller, Bad, um, Dangerous, dangerous history, history, Invincible.
1: Invincible, so six. Madonna has like, 600. I know, I know. So there's so much more time yeah. and, and and stuff to listen to. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely more of a journey for me listening to Madonna's discography all the way through. Absolutely. Um, so the next question comes to us from Brian.
0: I, uh, Brian's a friend, Brian's a friend. We <laughs> a love.
1: Former brother. roommate. Yes. And, and it's not really a question, but he's just like hardcore standing Olivia Rodrigo, in this, <laughs> you know, and I just love it. So I'm just going to read it out loud. Uh, Brian says one step forward. (laughs) Hi, Mats. I don't usually listen to the pop music that is giving you moments, but I had a few blocks to go after your recent cast ended during my daily walk. So I gave Sour a go, particularly one step forward, three steps back as Singled Out by Steele. All I can say is... OMG, this poor woman has suffered such <laughs> intense emotional and psychological abuse. That's Get true. out of that relationship, girl. My heart breaks for you. But then I saw that this child singing was born in 2003 and it made me very sad. <laughs> I am old, sad face. Anyway, I listened to the album three more times as I continued my work day. Olivia's team has done an exceptional job crafting and marketing her persona and shtick. I applaud them. But also the album is actually pretty good. So I appreciate it even though I feel weird listening to it as a 34 year old man I also appreciate that she is credited as one of the songwriters on all of the tracks even though I don't fully believe she has experienced all the big things she is singing about (laughs) I wish her the best and all the success in the world anyway I don't have a question for you I'm just here to tell you that I am old you are old (laughs) and Ben Platt is especially old Oh, poor Ben God, God, it's brutal out here, Brian All right Now, Brian, I I just wanted to read this out loud because I wanted to say You should not feel bad at all for being a 34-year-old man listening to great music
0: Every gay man your age is also listening to that So (laughs) maybe as a straight man it feels a little odd for us It's just normal. It's another day in the week. It's another day. It's just like, oh, no, I'm listening to a
1: teenage girl cry about her ex-boyfriend.
0: Yeah. And I get it. And I get it. And
1: I'm just like, I'm with you there, girl. I will be 70 years old listening to the 12th Olivia Rodrigo to come along and be like, girl.
0: I get it. I feel you.
1: I feel you. I'm there right now. Yes. So, Brian live your life live yeah your live truth. your truth
0: hello and your truth is Olivia Rodrigo yes and it's brutal out here and it
1: is brutal out <laughs> here for her and for all of us that's true and you know maybe she who knows if she's experienced all the things that she's writing about but if, if she hasn't god damn it she's great at
0: pretending absolutely and that's what matters it is she's a writer she's a writer storyteller she's
1: got an imagination and that's what matters and As Willy Wonka has taught us. Mm,
0: Timothy Chalamet. If you want
1: to view Paradise, (laughs) simply look around. Mm. I don't know if that has anything to do with (laughs) what I was going for in this speech, but just a chance to harken back to the old story. And a great
0: (laughs) sample usage when Mariah's I Still Believe Pure Imagination remix is out. Have you heard that? Oh, I I always forget about that. that's great. Baby, I still believe, and you know it's my little That's creepy. It's amazing. that's creepy. I'm sorry. It's that amazing, is. and the video is great. She's with a lamb in it. It's great, like it's, an actual yeah. Lamb. She it's and she it's or like I, a fan. It, no, <laughs> <laughs> like, an like a random lamb. fan. She's just hanging out with. No, with an actual lamb. I, you look back on, you're like, oh, is this culturally appropriated? But you don't think about it too hard because it's really nice. Culturally appropriate. The video is very much like Mariah's in like a it feels like like it's a Mexican themed video.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: yes. I thought no. you were
1: talking culturally appropriated because of the lamb. And I'm like, there no. Lambs <laughs> a lot of places. I don't think lambs are you No,
0: know. just if you watch the video, it's sometimes you're like, I don't know if this holds up. But she does look lovely and she sounds lovely. Demiza or not Demiza. Um Crazy Bone is on the rap portion. It's great. It's a great And Debrat, of course, can't forget Debrat. We can't forget Debrat. Can't forget Debrat. I still believe. Great remix. So, Matt Steele, Mm -hmm. what has been giving you moments, darling?
1: Well, Matt Palmer, it might be the same thing that's giving you moments. Because it's your album.
0: Oh, <laughs> I. Why would I say my own album's giving be most? Well, I'll listen to you, darling. Oh uh, well. <laughs> if
1: you hadn't heard me gush about Matt Homer's album, mm. the good parts, mm. or sorry, his EP. Yes. I always use the terms interchangeably. It's, 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 it's I, what it is. I'm sure it's. You must feel the same way we musical theater people feel when we hear soundtrack instead of cast recording. I don't. It's
0: fine. Okay.
1: <laughs> the album, the EP. It's it's the record of the year, guys. Mm. I mean, sorry, Olivia, but you had a great run for a week, but now it is Matt Palmer's The Good Parts. Every song is a smash hit, especially.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> when
1: I tell you I have been listening to Chasing Fireworks on loop. <coughs> I had a long drive on Friday. I was driving for an hour. Wow. I listened to Chasing Fireworks the whole time. <laughs> well, first, at first I went through the whole album.
0: Once. Well, bitch, you better be streaming and not be listening to the leak because we need those streams. No, not the leak.
1: I'm streaming. The okay, I'm making thing. sure Don't, you were You think listen, I would do that? You're listening
0: really. to the Sour Leak for a while.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I'm not directly like related to Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> That's true. I'm not like, oh no, Olivia Rodrigo needs the stream. I know she doesn't need. The like, streams. oh no, we're giving Matt Palmer the streams, guys. The streams. Don't worry. And Chasing Fireworks has gotten many a stream <laughs> from me. It's a song he wrote about his little special someone. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, and it's just the most beautiful thing you will ever hear. I love how like, it, like it sort of sounds like country-ish mm, at times, like some of the production. Not like doobie doobie, <laughs> but like just enough. Mm. It's it's timeless. Oh it's gosh. effortless. It's all in falsetto. <laughs> what more could you ask for, guys? Also, like someone needs to put um, "Used to the Dark" in a movie or something. Uh. It's just. Again, it's timeless, flawless, classic. <laughs> it's, it, all of these songs are classics, people. And I'm not just saying that because Matt Palmer is my roommate. Mm. I'm saying that because it is great fucking music. It is great fucking music. I'm not going to argue with you on that one. <laughs> this is the year of the man, I'm telling
0: you. I mean. We're reviewing a
1: lot of guys. Guys are putting out great music, especially Matt Palmer, music
0: himself. I very much appreciate it. I'm so glad it gave you some moments. I Again, it's just weird that it's out in the world, and I'm happy about it, but it's, I'm glad you like it and I hope others do.
1: I told you I cried in my car on the way to, <laughs> to uh, um, having lunch with Corey yes. when Chasing Fireworks happened. I was just like, oh no, I have to see Corey in like 10 minutes. <laughs> He can't see me with these bloodshot eyes. I mean, I, I had some emotions to get out. I don't mm. tell you. Mm.
0: Classic. All right. Well, I appre- guys, I appreciate that. Uh, that is not going to be my giving you moments. Okay. <laughs> but I am happy it's out, and I, I'm glad you like it, and I hope other people like it. I have a few, a couple of things. A. Uh, I did watch Olive Special not just for Matt Steele I would have watched it even if he wasn't in it but he did do a lovely job well
1: I listened to the good parts just for you
0: okay well there was no one else on it (laughs) it's not like there were other people there until the last song I'm just saying darling I'm just saying uh, you you did a beautiful job thank (laughs) you but I think the show is wonderful, and there are many good things about the show. The writing is incredible. I think the female lead, especially the character, the actress who plays Kim, is so funny and brilliant, and like has such an arc this season. Because last season, all the shows were the episodes were fifteen minutes long and not thirty minutes, so they, she was really just kind of like Ryan's sidekick. But this time, she has a full, fleshed out story that's really impressive and really incredible and and well performed and well acted it also is uh, something that i really appreciate about the show in both seasons is like it has very accurate depictions of gay relationships and gay sex specifically mm-hmm. like and you know i'm not like a you know sex fiend or whatever but you know it's <laughs> just like sex fiend <laughs> it just is like refreshing to see like Ryan in interviews, always like I always hire gay actors to play gay characters, especially if they're in love scenes with me, because like I don't want to have to explain gay sex to a straight guy on set. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it is so like the writing and the way it's shot and like the way what happens during the scene. It's like, oh, this feels real. Like mm-hmm. this is relatable and real, and isn't like oh, and this a shroud of darkness and bodies move. It's like. Let's talk about it like let's yeah. like things happen that are comedic and you know not what one expects and it's just It's like well you know what if we're going to talk about it, let's really talk about uh,
1: it. I, and ha- I, I hate I hate nothing more than like getting a, like a script where there's gay characters And there's like A love scene Or a sex scene mm. Or something And the description Of the gay sex Or whatever Is just And then they make love It's like <laughs> No girl Right No right.
0: It's not just a big Blanket statement
1: Yeah it's, Like it's, it- Is that what sex like between straight people's like? It's just they they just do it. I mean, it's like for like not not for us together, but like (laughs) for like us as a as a uh, demographic. there's a lot of talking. There's a lot of talking. A lot of laughing.
0: I think there's 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 also a lot more preparation for uh, gay sex than there is straight sex. Well, depends on what you do. uh, Yeah, it depends on what kind of sex you're having. Absolutely, but but like for you know. uh, intercourse that is uh you know yeah. you know <laughs> there's there's more to do there's a lot and there's more to be discussed it's not like oh, I'm just in the mood. I'm feeling it. Let's like go all the way. <laughs> like, no, 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 yeah, no, 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 like, no,
1: I'm ready. Yeah. To take. Me. It's not
0: bad. So um, I, I really appreciate the show for that reason. I also appreciate, obviously, the way that the disability is handled. I feel like there's so many interactions with people where they don't get his disability. And you can see it from the perspective of like a person who has a disability dealing with able-bodied people who either are viewing it as like wow that's so inspirational that you even go to the gym with all your limitations Mm -hmm. and they're like go fuck yourself Mm -hmm. or even people that are like I don't know just like meaning well or not meaning well or just like gawking at it and I feel like the way that Ryan interacts with the world and like the other disabled characters and actors interact in the world it's like becomes so very clear that it's like oh this is just like any other marginalized group in which it's like you can there are the right things to say and the wrong things to say and it's not really a minefield it's just like don't be an idiot or an asshole and like treat them how you would want to be treated if you were them like which seems so obvious but for some people it's so foreign that they just don't know what to do and they just like mm-hmm. try to, to make it worse by trying to be nice mm-hmm. and i just i really liked the show i really appreciated it you should watch it all the way through
1: yeah everything i've seen of it like the parts i've seen the episodes i've seen like the characters are so likable and endearing and i think they're really fun they were very nice on set uh, We love <laughs> like that. All them. not that i was like chatting away with them and everything <laughs> but like they were very friendly and very nice to and me why? so so i i We'll probably watch it. Right, you should. Yeah, I need to I need to check it all out.
0: Um, you didn't watch the Kate Winslet show, did you?
1: I didn't know, but I hear there's some mm. great Philly accents in there.
0: <laughs> it seems like a show with Kate Winslet and the accents that maybe you would like, but yeah. I just see people talking about it. I'm like, Matt still won't watch this, but I bet if he did, he would like I it. I would like it. Yes.
1: Okay, that's me with most shows. Yes. She's <laughs> <laughs> so like, I won't watch this, but I bet I'd I like bet it. I bet you'd like it. But I still won't watch
0: it. The <laughs> other thing giving me moments is Casey Wilson's book, The Wreckage of My Presence. I'm now a little over halfway through it. It's like an essay. It's It's comedic essays all the way through, and I got to the Happy Endings chapter and, like, teared up. Because it's, like, she loves every single one of those castmates so much. And, like, I love that you guys were so tight-knit and, like, loved each other as much as it felt like you loved each other on screen. And she's just a brilliant writer. She has so many crazy stories and so many hilarious stories. I can't recommend it enough. There's just so many people in her life and like she talks about her time on SNL she talks about dealings with her anger she talks about you know how she is always was and is still even though she is now married to him more in love with her husband than he is with her
1: <laughs> and that's she, a great chapter oh, it's oh, it's I would amazing. like to read she
0: tries to keep him on his toes by like not texting even it's like you have children <laughs> I'm obsessed it's with this. hilarious where
1: is her album where's that song i mean, i, want I that. don't
0: know that she's i mean she sings a little i don't know if she's like a vocalist, vocalist <laughs> but i cannot recommend the book enough i'm very much enjoying it i cannot wait to finish it and she's just i've loved her ever since i saw her in happy endings she was great as penny she's great on bitch sash and she's great in this book it's just like being it's like it's as if we're friends you know okay. reading the book it's just like oh that I seems so.
1: She seems very relatable yes. and just enjoyable as a person, even in Gone Girl. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> was she was like, great in Gone I was Girl. Like, you know, I realize she's supposed to be like really annoying here, but like I'm rooting for I her. I like her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm rooting for her. Sorry. How can you not? Yeah. Oh. Well, guys, I guess that's it for this week. I, I'm so appreciative that you took a listen to the pod. We always appreciate it. We really guys. do, and we hope to hear from you next week. Make sure to send us your emails, tweet us, text us, Instagram us, whatever. Text you us. Want to they have. don't have our number. Oh yeah, you don't. So don't. Do Brian that. has our number. That's true. But Brian, if you're listening, you can text us. Brian, you can text us. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll be back next week with more Two Game Mats, the podcast. Bye. Bye.